Welcome to the Love and Light Live podcast, empowering crystal lovers and spiritual entrepreneurs to learn and experience the art of crystal healing. Get ready to listen in and join our crystal movement. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me for the Love and Light Live podcast brought to you by loveandlightschool.com. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and this podcast is the number one place for all things crystals. In today's show, we're going to explore the healing properties of black onyx just in time for Samhain or Halloween. But before we get started, I want to answer one of our listener questions. Remember, you can submit your own questions anytime over at loveandlightschool.com slash ask for the chance to have your question answered right here on the show. So today's question comes from Shana Kay, and Shana asks, sometimes I find a stone likes to pair with a dried plant root or herb. Have you ever heard of that? So Shana, absolutely. Yeah, this is something we actually talk about in all of our healing properties episodes. I usually recommend a flower and then an herb or a plant that you can either use the plant or you can use an herbal extract or you can use an essential oil. Totally up to you. Um, But just bringing in the energy of that plant medicine one way or another. So definitely, absolutely, if you're looking for some of those plant and crystal pairings, be sure to head over to our website, loveandlightschool.com slash blog, and you can look at our old archive of our healing properties of crystals uh, posts, or of course, you can listen to them right here on the podcast and just keep an ear open for those correspondences to flowers and herbs, plants, or essential oils. I always give one for each. So thank you, Shana Kay, so much for asking your question. And again, if you have your own question you'd like me to answer about crystals, spirituality, or heart-centered business, or just anything else that you're curious about right now, let me know over at loveandlightschool.com ask. And now it's time for us to dive into our main topic for today, the healing properties of black onyx. This is a crystal for strength and grounding. So as you know, I always like to start these healing properties episodes with an affirmation or message from the crystal. So the affirmation from Black Onyx is, I embrace my inner shadow and integrate the lessons it has to teach me. And there's no coincidence in the timing of why I've chosen to highlight black onyx at this time of year. So as we move into the time of Samhain or Halloween, we move into the darker half of the year. So we're moving really um, more into this time of inner reflection, of turning inward, of inner healing, and of rest. So we're no longer so active. The days keep growing darker and darker, and we're really turning into this, and we're really moving into this dark time of year. 
And in the darkness comes this beautiful gift of this inward retreat where we can really do a lot of self-evaluation and reflection and look at our own inner shadow. These are those parts of ourselves that are more primal, are more reactive, that fall into our patterns. And so it's really beneficial and helpful for us to look at this shadow side and understand why we are the way we are and start to understand how this has come about through our own inner wounding, through so much of our life experience. And if we can really understand what's happening and start to heal that within ourselves, we find the gift from the shadow. We find the light in the darkness. So black onyx is one of these crystals that helps you really face your shadow side with courage and learn the important lessons that your shadow side has to teach you so that these old patterns and traumas can be healed and released because none of us wants to carry around that baggage. So working with black onyx in meditation, holding it while you're doing any kind of divination like scrying or doing a card reading or even just doing some journaling to really uncover what's going on with your shadow side can be really beneficial. Black Onyx just makes a great companion for this work. It also enhances your focus and promotes a really um, clear focus and this great clarity of mind. So if you work with Black Onyx, it's like it's parting the veil that covers your eyes. It's taking away all of the filters that we tend to see through when it comes to our lives and our situation and instead removes the wounding and trauma so that we can see clearly. It also amplifies your intentions. So if you're setting intentions for growth and development, working with black onyx can really be an anchor for those intentions. And it is also a stone that promotes divine order. So this is really important because in the darkness, sometimes we feel lost. We feel the chaos that the darkness can bring. But onyx is there to remind us that we have this sense of order in the world and we have this sense of connection. We just need to kind of trust our intuition, stay grounded as we move into that place of order and perfection. It also encourages sensibility and clear thinking. So whereas that shadow side often triggers us to be reactive and act from an emotional place or act without thinking, black onyx reminds us to be sensible and to really approach things from a place of clear headedness. Now, additionally, black onyx enhances protection and shields us from negative energies, which is really important when we're doing this kind of shadow work. We don't want to relive our traumas. We're not going back and digging up old things to re-experience the wounding. We're just looking for the lesson or the gift in that shadow aspect of ourselves. So black onyx helps keep us safe and protected and shields us from negativity so that it doesn't permeate our aura, it doesn't remain in our energy field as baggage. And then finally, the stone is just great for assisting with grounding. So if you're doing this kind of work, either through divination or journaling or whatever really calls to you, make sure that you're remaining grounded because when you're grounded, you're more stable, you are more protected, and you can think more clearly about a given situation. So black onyx 
is a black crystal, of course, but it can range into the charcoal gray kind of zone of color. And it can also sometimes have tiny streaks of dark brown or lighter gray in the stone, just depending on what other constituents are present. It also has a somewhat waxy looking surface, and this is one way that you can work with it and tell it apart from other crystals, particularly when it's tumbled or polished. I know how hard it can be to tell those black stones apart, but whereas things like black tourmaline and obsidian have a lot shinier, glassier surface, black onyx is often a little bit duller in its appearance. Now, when you see it in something like jewelry, it's often been very, very highly polished to get kind of a glassy luster, but in many tumbled stones I've seen, it doesn't have this. It can, but it's not as common. The associated chakra for black onyx is the first chakra or root chakra, and it relates to the zodiac signs of Taurus and Scorpio and connects with the element of earth. Its companion flower is the ghost pipe, and its companion essential oil is mugwort. A great stone to pair with this crystal as you're doing this work is peach aventurine because it's so gentle and soft and really acts as an emotional support as we're doing this deep level shadow work. Now, black onyx is most commonly found in Brazil, India, Uruguay, Madagascar, and Peru, but because it's actually a variety of chalcedony, it's technically a black chalcedony, it can be found in many, many other places across the globe. Now, my staff at Mimosa Books and Gifts had a little bit of extra information to share about this crystal, so I want to give them a big thank you and share this with all of you now. They say, onyx is a form of chalcedony, typically, but not always, a banded agate. Now, sometimes you can see these little bands, but it's not very common. This stone has a long history. Its excellent smooth texture and interesting patterns make it perfect for carving both jewelry and everyday objects, including cameos. So if you've ever seen a beautiful cameo jewelry, those are often made from onyx. The ancients sought it out for this reason, using it to fashion tough and handsome pottery and bowls. The Bible even gives onyx the honor of forming the foundation of the city of heaven. So think about what that really means. It's forming the foundation. It's beneath the feet. It's lower where it's placed on the body. So this just reinforces that concept that this is a good stone for grounding. For some reason, medieval authorities took an intense dislike to the stone. They claimed it made love chill, brought on attacks of frivolities, and caused babies to drool. But they admitted a big plus side as well, a strong virtue as a protective and healing stone. Nowadays, we've come to value the positive side of this beautiful semi-precious gem. As an astrological stone for Scorpio, which we are in the time of Scorpio right now, onyx is a stone for strength, hardiness, constancy, grounding, stamina, and self-control. All of these qualities come together in the layered beauty of onyx. This would seem to play to the strengths of vigorous Scorpio, 
but this intense sign, often self-repressive, has also been described as having an icy exterior and a fiery inner core. The layering of onyx reminds us to take each thing in turn, rather than obsessing about what should be or might have been. Grounding is important, faced with your scorpion passions. This stone tells us that the time has come to focus on putting together the pieces of the things that we haven't yet been able to figure out. I just love that. So again, a big thank you to my staff at Mimosa for sharing that info all about Black Onyx. Well, that is it for our segment on the healing properties of this stone, but I want to dive into our trending this week segment. So this week, I am so excited to share a book that I have been just pouring over every word. Normally I read a book and I can read it in just a few days, maybe a week if it's a longer book. Um, but this book I've been reading for a few weeks now and in all honesty, I'm almost halfway through, but not quite halfway yet. The reason for that is I have really been going through this book. You know how sometimes you have those books and they're just ragged because you've gone through them so many times. You've highlighted, you've made notes in the margins, you've underlined, or maybe you're, you know, want to treat your books a little bit nicer than I do. I kind of get the most out of them when I can really make them kind of more personal and highlight important passages or underline things that are important or write notes in the margins about ideas that they spark. But this book is called Avalon Within, A Sacred Journey of Myth, Mystery, and Inner Wisdom, and it's by Jenna Tellendrew. Now, many of you know, I actually took a spiritual retreat to Avalon, to Glastonbury, London, um, the whole Somerset County, really. I went to Stonehenge and Avebury, and it was really the experience of a lifetime. And I am so kind of deeply journeying into these Avalonian mysteries right now. And this book, Avalon Within, has been such a beautiful companion for me. And in fact, just today, I played with one of the little recipes and rituals in this book and made an elixir for enhancing your psychic sight that you can actually use to add to water in a scrying bowl and use it for scrying divination. And in this recipe, um, the author, Jenna Tellendrew, suggested using moonstone. And because we're in the time of the dark moon right now, I actually used black moonstone for this. So it was a really beautiful thing and a great way to kind of incorporate some crystal energy into this deep dive into Avalon. So if you are a little bit familiar with Avalon, you're looking for something to really take a little deeper journey, or honestly, if you have no idea what it is, but you want to experience something so beautiful um, and so deep, and that really relates to this idea of shadow work that I was talking about in today's segment about Black Onyx, then definitely check out this book, Avalon Within by Jenna Tellendrew. Well, that is it for today's episode. I hope that you found a lot of value in today's show. And if you want more information about anything I discussed in this episode, you can learn more over on the website at loveandlightschool.com slash blog. And of course, if you did enjoy the show today, 
the biggest compliment you can give me is to leave me a quick rating and review over at loveandlightschool.com slash iTunes. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe through that link as well so you never miss a future episode. And I did just want to give a shout out today to somebody with a pretty funny screen name. Um, This is for Screwed Over. (laughs) So Screwed Over left a five-star review and said all the things. I'm a big fan of the Love & Light podcast. As a returning lover of crystals, I've been hoarding these episodes like crazy. Ashley is informative, clearly has a good heart, and really knows her stuff. You'll be nothing but enlightened listening to this one. Oh my goodness. Thank you so, so much for that beautiful review. I really appreciate it. And if you decide to take just a minute to leave me a review of your own, I'll give you my crystal chakra healing step-by-step class as a free gift. So once you've posted your review, just take a quick screenshot of it and send it to me by email at support at loveandlighthealingschool.com and my team and I will get your class set up and we'll reply back with some details about how you can get started with your free crystal chakra healing class. That brings us to the end of this episode of the Love and Light Live podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and I'll be back with you in our next episode. Until then, crystal blessings. The Love and Light Live podcast is a production of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. Visit us online at loveandlightschool.com.